In the name of God, creating, redeeming, and giving life. Can't you? No. I will use my big voice then. Okay. Um, Lauren, just follow me through. It'll be pretty clear when to change the slides. Okay. Is it you on the clicker? All right. Today I have chosen to use Matariki as um, a parable for some lessons for harvest. So uh, Matariki is something we celebrate at school every year, and we had our Matariki celebrations the week before last. Um, and so every year I learn a bit more about Matariki, what it means. There are many stories that go with Matariki, so I've tried to use a different one each year with the children, partly so I can learn the different stories. But Matariki is actually a, a star cluster, and it's Matariki is the name of the cluster, but one of the stars, the brightest one, is also called Matariki. And a cluster of stars are stars that are actually near each other in space. And this cluster is one of the closest ones to Earth, so we see it quite brightly. There are probably about 500 stars in the cluster, but we can only see nine without a telescope. It's in the sky most of the year, but for a short period of time, it's not visible at all. And so that time is now, it has been for the last few weeks, Matariki has not been visible. And that's simply because of the direction that the Earth turns as it orbits the Sun. It uh, turns about 30 degrees each month, so that the Earth has turned 360 degrees over the year. And just in this period, because of that, we can't see Matariki. So when Matariki rises again, and we can see it again, that is the time of the celebration, and it's the time Māori Māti has their new year. The astronomers have predicted this year that it will happen on the 25th of June, so this coming week, um, not on a day like today, but on a bright day, those people will be out watching for Matariki in the sky. It's a time of education, renewal, remembrance, respect, and celebration. And across New Zealand, people will come together to remember their ancestors, to share food, sing, tell stories, and make music. Matariki festivities highlight the Māori view of the world. They remind us of the cycle of life and the natural ways of marking the passing of time. And that connects us well with harvest. So the story that I've chosen today for Matariki is one about uh, Matariki and her eight daughters. So each of the stars has a name and um, distinctive characteristics. So if you flip to the next one, Lauren. Um, I'm going to use quite a few Māori words, but in each case they'll be up on the screen so you can follow what the translation is. So in this story, Matariki and her daughters journey across the sky each year to visit their tupuna wahine, Papa Tuanuhu. During their visit to Papa Tuanuhu, they help her to prepare for the year to come. They use their unique qualities and gifts to bring Māori to her different environments. And while they're with their kuya, they learn new skills, gain new knowledge, and they guard that knowledge and pass it on to others. 
And so now we look at each of those daughters in turn, each of the stars. Tupuanuku is the eldest of Matariki's daughters. She spends her time with Papatuanuku tending to plants. She pays special attention to making sure they have everything they need to grow big and strong so they can produce kai, rongoa, and kakahu. Tupuanuku has a special interest in our edible plants. In watching the preparations for their growth and harvest, she's come to understand the importance of healthy soil. Tupuanuku encourages us to consider more carefully what we are putting into the earth and in what quantities. Tupuarangi. Tupuarangi loves to sing. Papa Tuanuku takes her to sing for Te Waunui and all the children of Tanangaruta. Her beautiful voice revives the forest and all the other creatures, including the Manu and Mokokoko. They share their waiata, which fills the world with joy. Tupuarangi has long looked out for the Nahiri, and she's deeply concerned by the collapse she's witnessing. Our native wildlife, Manu, Mokomoko, and Nara are being ravaged by introduced pests and predators. So too are ancient Rapo, like Tota, Puri, Kauri, Pohutukawa, and Rata. Tupuarangi encourages us to take action to help bring our forests back to life again. Waipunarangi. Waipunarangi accompanies her grandmother to the waters, the oceans, the lakes and the rivers, where she prepares the children of Tangaroa to feed the people. Papa, no, Papa Tuanuku teaches Waipunarangi about how the water that spills down from Ranganui collects together to provide drinking water for the people, animals, and plants. She also watches how the water is evaporated by the heat of Tamanu Terā into the clouds that float Ranginui, so that it may rain once again. Waipunārangi welcomes the winter sky waters in all their forms, Ua, Uamanga, and Hukareri included. She sees how these waters contribute to the healthy cycle of our earth and also the effects when they don't arrive as required. Waipunarami encourages us to reflect about climate change and what we can do today to lessen the problem. Waiti. Thank you, one end of me, Lauren. Waiti watches over our freshwater environments. Our awa, roto, kukuwai, and waipuna, to name just a few. As the waters flow, she sees how they support us, provide for us, connect us, and sustain us. Waiti has heard the important stories that our waters have to tell. She encourages us to listen and to guard the water. Waita. Waita surveys our vast ocean to Moananui of Kiwa, the Pacific Ocean, and Te Tai o Rewa, the Tasman Sea. The variety of life in these waters is so diverse 
that she is still discovering different species of marine plants, of mammals, of birds and fish, even after all this time. Biodiversity is essential to our world. Our actions need to support it, and even better still, to enhance it. Waipa encourages us to respect our coasts and oceans, and to treat their inhabitants like the Taunga they really are. Buru Rangi. is the star which determines the nature of the winds for the year. Māori have always maintained a keen interest in the wind, and it was only by harnessing the power of the wind that they were able to travel to Aotearoa in the beginning. Ururangi encourages us to embrace the strength of the wind, but to prepare for the challenges it creates. For Hutakawa holds tight to our memories of treasured people who have passed on. She encourages us to take time to remember them and to acknowledge their impact on our lives. Hiwai Te Rangi. Hiwai Te Rangi is a wishing star who helps us to recognise our hopes and dreams and aspirations for the coming year. She encourages us to hold firm to our goals and seek out opportunities to see them realised. Matariki. Matariki is the largest star in the cluster. Matariki loves to gather people together and connect them with our environment. She encourages us to do the same as often as possible. Harvest Festival. Today we've come to celebrate the harvest. But it's also a time for us to prepare for the year to come. A time for us to reflect on our unique gifts and qualities and how we've used those in the past year and how we can use them in the year to come as we connect to our environment. So while we spend time today with God, our Creator, the God of the harvest, and as we enter into a season of creation, we also will be learning new skills, gaining new knowledge that we are called to guard and pass on to others. The opening line of the psalm today was, Make a joyful noise to the Lord, all the earth. At the moment, our earth is groaning in despair, lamenting the loss of creatures at a great rate, habitats being destroyed, clean air and water hard to find. So when we come to Harvest Festival, we cannot give thanks without being fully mindful of how our way of life and our consumerism have contributed to those losses. Part of our joyful noise is making sure our voices are heard to restore the earth and to do what we can to stop the path that we're on. The opening line of Philippians was, Rejoice in the Lord always. Again I say rejoice. If we are to really rejoice in the Lord, we will also be rejoicing in the world God has made. And that's part of what we do at Harvest Festival. But at the moment, there's a lot to be concerned about in our world. And so our 
rejoicing needs to be a conscious effort to make a difference for our creation. We are really fortunate that Matariki and Harvest Festival coincide in our land and our culture. Matariki encourages us to reflect, to learn, to guard, and to pass on. It's a good parable for us at Harvest Festival. 